Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy weekend, our weekend weekend. warriors. Yeah, we're super excited for this super special celebratory Saturday episode, 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 episode. Um, Anyways, last week, Tori couldn't join us because my poor baby was sick, but this week we got her back and this episode's going to be sick. I'm sorry. I feel like you've been recording prompt us podcast with the boys and you're just jacked. Don't I'm just trying to, I'm trying to ride that wave right now, baby. Anyways. So just for those people who haven't been on a Saturday episode, Tori's going to do a devotional. We're going to talk about it for a few. Then we're going to get into a long form episode talking about the love languages and all things Love. Love. All right, cool. Anyways, <laughs> and then we'll pray out at the end. Love y'all. Let's jump in. Perfect. Okay, well, y'all, this is the next devotional in the Dealing with Uncertainty series we've been doing. And this one in particular is titled Pick Up God's Declarations. And we're reading out of Joshua 23, verse 2 and 14. It says, Joshua summoned all Israel. You know in your hearts and souls, all of you, that not one word has failed of all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you. All have come to pass for you. Not one of them has failed. Joshua spent most of his life enduring adversity, setbacks, and disappointment. And yet, he never stopped believing that God would keep his promises. By the end of his life, Joshua saw God's faithfulness come to pass which is why he told the Israelites to recognize and remember God's promises. The thoughts you fill your mind with are crucial because what you cling to influences your worldview. If you choose to dwell on God's promises, you start to recognize God's blessings during uncertain times. Plus, trusting that God will redeem your present pain equips you to walk forward in faith and keep on fighting. As you walk forward today, reflect on some of God's promises and let them transform the way you think. God will sustain you. God's peace will guard your heart. God delights over you with singing. God will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. God is your refuge and your strength, your help in times of need. In all things, you are more than a conqueror because God loves you. God will never leave you or forsake you. God's perfect love cast out all your fear. Nothing can separate you from God's love. God's not done with you. God's not done with you. One more time. God is not done with you. And then it says, pray God's promises. God, I'm so thankful that the scriptures are filled with your promises. Help me cling to what I know is true. Remind me of your faithfulness. When I'm tempted to forget what you've done or how you've shown yourself faithful, cause my heart to remember. Keep me steadfast. Amen. Amen. Amen, God. Yeah, I think that's something that's super powerful is to remind ourselves that God's word is, it's a weapon against the attacks of the enemy, against Mm -hmm. our own um, thoughts that we're supposed to be taking captive. I think we need to remember that a scripture directs us to take our thoughts captive. Think of it like a war. You know, Mm -hmm. you're taking 
uh, you know, there's an unknown presence there and yeah. you're taking it captive to question it and say, why are you here and what are you here for? Yeah. Right. And so as thoughts come into our head, we can apply them to say, oh, this is from God. And if mm-hmm. it's not from God, then we need to get rid of it. Yeah. And if you need to be able to know, okay, how do I know if it's from God? Well, it's in scripture. And if you guys are cool, I'm just going to go through like eight verses that are declarations over you that we should all be spending time memorizing. Love it. And so as we are going through hardships, what do we do? We declare God's word over our life because it's in direct mm-hmm. contrast to what our um, our brains can be telling us at that time or what people yeah. can be telling us or what society is telling us, etc. So first one, Psalms 55 verse 22 Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Philippians 4, 7. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Zephaniah 3, verse 17. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Psalm 32 verse 8. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Mm. Psalm 46 verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of need and trouble. Romans 8, verse 37 through 39. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow not even the powers of hell can separate us from god's love no power in the sky above or in the earth below indeed nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of god that is revealed in christ jesus our lord deuteronomy 31 verse 6 so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. First John 4 verse 18. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced God's perfect love. And the last one right here is Philippians 1, verse 6. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. Mm. And we need to be memorizing the scripture. Mm -hmm. It's a weapon. Yeah, it's like ammo. It is. Yeah. Seriously, you guys, we encourage you to go back and listen to that with a notebook and start writing those verses down and have them somewhere that you can look at them on a regular basis, you know, like pull, extract scripture out that speaks to you, put it on your wall, put it on your mirror, put it somewhere that you're going to see it all the time, put it on the wallpaper of your phone. Like it's so important because we're going to get attacked. We're promised that we're going to get attacks and there's going to be things uh, that happen. And 
the more we can memorize the scripture, the more that we can see it, the more that we can meditate on it, and the more we can use it, the more peace we're going to have and the more power we're going to mm-hmm. have because we're going to be operating in the spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so powerful. And it's something that we don't remind ourselves enough of. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what all the people would do in the Bible. Yeah. They would even build like little pillars and different things to remind them of God's faithfulness. Yeah. At the time, they didn't have like the New Testament in right. Jesus Christ, like in right. the Old they didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And so they would build things to help them remind them of what God did at that time in their life. Yeah. And what's cool is, is with the Holy Spirit living inside of us, we are that temple of remembrance of God's faithfulness because he's living inside of us. How special is that? And now we just need to, I guess, reap the benefit of knowing all these things that God declares over us. And there's so much more than just those 10 verses I just read. Oh, yeah, for sure. So the entire Bible is a declaration of his love for us. No, absolutely. It's like a a love letter. Mm -hmm. Speaking of love. (laughs) speaking of love you want to talk about some love let's talk about some (laughs) tori always says love love you gotta like sing it do you guys know what the love languages are i'm sure you've heard of it it's there's this book and like test and online quiz and all Mm -hmm. that stuff is it is it gary chapman oh i think their last name is chapman um i i i gotta be honest i didn't fully read the book i I, didn't either i I kind of like yeah, I mean it's it's not super it's not super um, difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, there's basically there's five love languages. There's touch, shout out. <laughs> there's gift giving. Mm-hmm. There are words of affirmation, mm-hmm. quality time, and acts of service. Yep. And so what the book basically talks about is that people tend to give love the same way that they like to receive love. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of, um, you know, determine what your love languages are by the way you want to love other people. Yeah. But we still encourage you to go take the test. And I do want to clarify something real quick. Um, I'm not I'm not super big on personality assessments. I'm just not really big on them in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but my friend Thane, who actually I talked to yesterday, um, he said it best this one time. We're actually on a podcast he was doing a few years ago. And he was just like, listen, Chad, like these things can describe you, but they don't define you. Yeah. And so just as you consider things like uh, the Myers-Briggs or love languages or whatever it may be, just remember these things can just describe you. They do not define you. Mm -hmm. I'll just give you a quick example. My love language before Tori and I uh, got married was quality time. Mm -hmm. And now, now that we're married, it's been two and a half years and we're just like, Oh wow. I've, I've noticed that my love language now is acts of service. Yeah. It's changed. Yeah. Cause well, certain things when they change, it's also because different things are more fulfilled. So like Chad and I, we started out long distance. And so what do we crave? We craved quality time and touch because those are the two things we like did not get at all. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't see each other. So it was really hard. And we're like, wow, everything is going to be so much better when we can just actually hang out and hold hands and, you know, the whole nine yards. And so now I feel like it's definitely changed for you a little bit more than me. I feel like I'm still physical touch. I think you're still touch, but I think like, words words are bigger than i thought yeah, they were i've noticed because yeah. i'm i'm really not big on words of affirmation at all mm-hmm. which a lot of the reason we want to talk about this stuff is because i've realized that there are ways of sharing and receiving love that i just didn't think are important yeah. for example a lot of people don't really care about gift giving yeah that's a special way to love on somebody it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it has to be like a car or like 
you know, something huge. It yeah. can just be something really intentional and thoughtful. Could be a nice note. Yeah, it could be mm-hmm. a journal even. Mm-hmm. That's just because you 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 heard that person say, "Wow, I've been looking for a good journal." Then you know that's yeah. a really great just way. But you know, ones I didn't really care about a lot are gift giving and words of affirmation. And I'm going to go down a deep rabbit hole just for a minute, and I realized that I wouldn't. I don't really care about receiving people's words because the stuff they would say about me, it didn't outweigh the stuff I say about myself. Hmm. And so just, it didn't really mean anything to me. And I'm not going to stay there very long, but what I realized, I I only realized that I, I only realized that because I wasn't giving Tori words of affirmation. Yeah. I wasn't encouraging her because I didn't really care to get it. So I'm like, why would I do it? Because I didn't, th- <laughs> I don't think it's important. And then I realized it's important to her. And then I started unpacking why it's not important to me and just opened up a whole floodgate of me just desiring to be independent and not, I, I was like afraid to receive people's embracement of who I am. Yeah. You know, I was afraid to receive that because I basically block I basically eliminated people's opinions of my mind or I'm sorry, I eliminated people's opinions out of my mind so that way if someone ever had a bad opinion, it didn't matter. Yeah. But I also eliminated the good opinions the good too. Ones too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not a good move. So interesting. Yeah, and I feel like the words of affirmation thing it changed with me too because previously um, words didn't mean as much to me because they weren't followed by actions. And so I, words kind of lost their value for me for a little bit. But then when I started dating Chad and we're waiting till marriage and I was like, okay, so you can't touch me. Um, words actually matter more than I thought they did. Like mm-hmm. if you can't touch me and that's how I feel loved, I need You're you to like my words. tell you, yeah, I, I needed him to tell me how he felt so that I like felt desired and loved. I just would whisper stuff to her. Oh my gosh. Like, Macaroni and cheese. Y'all, he's actually not joking. We would be in restaurants and stuff and everyone would think that he was being so cute and so sweet, whispering in my ear and pulling me close. And really he was saying like the most random and just off the wall stuff ever just to make me laugh and it makes her laugh and people are just like oh oh they're being they're super being cute, so cute. <laughs> cute couple or and then meanwhile i'm whispering facts about koala bears yeah just super random <laughs> yeah. so anyways to kind of get back on track the reason we're bringing all this stuff up is because it's really important for us to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a promptus podcast with with zach and gabe this was several weeks ago um, you can go find it on Promptus somewhere. And Gabe had mentioned that it's important for him to have a PhD in his wife. And that mm-hmm. kind of blew my mind. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, I have to like study my wife. I have to know what she likes, what she doesn't like. And yeah. I need to do my best to, to be there for her in the best way that she needs. Yeah. And I feel like we can go through life hoping that just good accidents happen, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. versus why don't we just go through life being intentional with every action that right. we that we have? Yeah, that's and good. so it, there's a big paradigm shift there because I think we're just kind of we're just being reactive to life instead of like being proactive. And it's yeah. really special when we can take the knowledge and wisdom we have about ourselves or about someone else, or sometimes actually both, <laughs> and apply it to life and to make things really special. Cause whenever I read that scripture and it says and they will know you're my disciples by your love for one another, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, well, love, 
what is love? And then you start reading in first Corinthians 13, this mm-hmm. is love. And you start reading all these things where it's not yeah. just this feeling. Yeah. Right. It's an action. It's an action. And so we can actively pursue love in other people and mm-hmm. be loved by other people. Once we know who we are and know, yeah. and know how we can best, um, encourage and be there for people. Yeah. And I think it's also really important to remember that God is love. And the more we get to know God and pursue God's heart, truly, we love people so much better because I know when I'm not connected, like when I don't feel close to God, I feel more irritable. I'm more anxious. I'm more frustrated. Like all the not cute sides of Tori come out when I haven't had like time with Jesus and I'm not filled up when I'm operating with an empty love tank, I'm a different human than I am when I've like received love first from the father. And then I'm, I am more patient and I am more kind and all of those things that describe love, you know, in first mm-hmm. Corinthians 13. And so really like if you're having trouble, cause I think we all go through seasons where we're like, whoa, what is up with me? Like I'm actually having a hard time extending love. Like I feel easily frustrated or I feel irritable or I feel unlovable or all of those things. I think that the answer always is more Jesus. You know, like the the more time you can spend like quality, intimate time and receive love from him, the Bible reads you back, you know, God reads you back. And so we have to remember that in those quiet times with God, we will get to know ourselves better. We will get to know the different ways that we need love. And we also will be more loving to others in turn. Yeah. And, and with that knowledge, you can communicate it to people Mm -hmm. to have just better relationships, Totally. you know, where there's been so many instances and I'm probably not going to air out any dirty laundry, but there's been a bunch of instances in our short marriage so far where like I tried to show Tori that I love her and she's just kind of like, thanks, you know, <laughs> and she doesn't say that. But if I would have taken that wisdom I have by knowing her, lo- her love languages and intentionally uh, loved her the way that she likes to receive love, mm-hmm. it, she would have, her cup would have just been welling up and it would have been yeah. awesome. But instead I just did, I did whatever, w- what works best for me. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of goes down a different path, which is like, okay, are we loving people the way we want to be loved? Is it just because that's all we know mm-hmm. to do? Or is it because we're low key trying to get something out of this, out of the situation? Right. And I think that there's something so special about loving somebody in a way that offers you no benefit. Mm-hmm. Like for yeah. example, um, you know, l- like a gift, mm-hmm. right? If you were to get someone a gift, it doesn't really offer you a benefit yeah. where other than you just go out of your way to make someone feel really special yeah. or like a word of affirmation. And I think that, and like, like I said, those were the two areas I was weakest in terms of uh, your, your love language. And so for me, that's actually what I want to work out now. Because, wow, I have a chance to love in a way where it's totally servant related, Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? No, it's good. I mean, that's why the Bible says, like, we're more blessed to give than receive. And so we do have to be super aware if we're only loving people for what, for the way they're going to love us back or what we're going to get in return, then that's a very selfish kind of love. And so I think that you know, recognizing that. And I think we all need to, you know, have that 
self-awareness to be like, oh, wow, am I loving this person this way so that I get something in return? Or am I mm-hmm. loving this person this way because I genuinely want to fill their tank? Yeah. So at this point, I think we're going to get ready to wrap up and we're going to continue this conversation over on our Patreon. There's a link in the this podcast description. And in that episode, we you know, we always get more real on the Patreon thing. It's just because it feels more free a little bit. Yeah, we actually don't true. even edit the episodes, which sometimes yeah, is they're embarrassing. Very raw. <laughs> it doesn't have any intro music. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're a little awkward. Yeah, it is what it is. But this is definitely a more polished version. But we're going to be sharing some stories about some funny instances of us and love. In the love department. But before that, do you want to pray us on out, baby? Would love that. See what I did there? Would love that. Oh, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I've been I just hanging didn't... out with you too long. Yeah, oh my word. <laughs> okay, y'all, for real, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are love, that you are love embodied, and that we can learn so much about love when we spend time with you. God, we thank you that we have your word, God, that in it there are so many truths that we can hold on to and we can declare over our lives in times of need, in times of trouble, in times of loneliness, in times of despair, in seasons of waiting, God, in seasons of triumphs. God, I pray that we would always remember how good you are and how you never leave us, you never forsake us, God that you have a plan for our life, that you are for us. God, I pray that all of your promises would be at the forefront of our minds. God, that you are just so good and that we get to be in relationship with you and we get to walk with you day by day. It is our honor to be in relationship with you, to serve you. God, we want to see you more in our daily lives. And so, Lord, we're going to open up the floor right now for our listeners to pray. And Chad and I are going to be praying in agreement with them. So cover me in the blood and heal my open wounds. I'm desperate for your limitless love. So cover me. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to this special Super Saturday episode. Episode, <laughs> oh episode, episode. And um, <laughs> we'll be talking on Patreon or and or we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Au revoir.